obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. So I have just done my first lamb marking. Yay. Huge achievement as always. Thank you so much. If you came along, we had uh, a great group of people here and just amazing. Lots of learning, lots of questions, um, lots of interesting conversations. It was just amazing. And if you want to come along, let me know. We've got lots of uh, opportunities uh, for you to help out, for you to learn, get hands on if you want, if you're here or, you know, um, if you can't, that's okay. If, you know, it's very difficult for you to fly around the other side of the world and be here, I understand that. But anyway, I was very impressed at the growth of my lands. And I've been thinking to myself, what have I done? Apart from the fact that, you know, the um, weather gods have been shining very much over my farm of late, plus I'm reasonably understocked. Uh, but the other thing I've done is I increased the quantity and the frequency of putting out salt this year for my lambs. I've been doing this over the last couple of years, and I've found it's really helped with scabby mouth, uh, reducing instances of scabby mouth in lambs. Now, I don't know if it's a coincidence, to be honest, but um, maybe there's a couple of things that uh, I will share with you in this particular podcast that make us think that it's not a coincidence, that actually there's something going on. So today's podcast is very much about salt and salt and sheep. <laughs> so first of all, what on earth is salt? Well, actually, it's incredibly essential to life, uh, salt. It's, it's kind of hard to believe it is a micronutrient and it's a it's essential it's essential for it's a mineral which contains sodium chloride and uh it's generally in a crystal format or rock format and it um it has the two those two elements and bound together when they're bound together. So they're naturally occurring elements free in nature. When they're bound together with sodium chloride, that's when we get salt. And salt, of course, that we would have in our diet is actually quite important for humans as well. And just like us, um, animals, believe it or not, actually need salt. It actually plays a vital role in quite a lot of physiological functions for animals. And they, I can't, they can't, mammals can't manufacture it in their body, so they actually need it. Plants actually get it from the soil, but it's not actually essential for plant growth. But um, for animals, it's really quite crucial. 
The only problem with the plant piece is even though plants can uh, take up soil from the ground, you would hope that some animals eat these plants, aka, you know, grass and pasture, but there's not enough in there for grazing nutrients, with the exception of in some environments, and let's just put in some disclaimers here, obviously something like salt bush. Or if you have a soil or an environment that is very um, strong in salt, so it's a high salinity soil, then your salt might be different. Your animals and your ruminants in particular might be getting enough salt. But for most other environments, salt can actually be quite low in nature for our animals. So therefore... We, ha we have an impact on our animal health, animal productivity. If we, if we, our farming systems, our farms are salt deficient, and if the pasture that they're eating is salt deficient, and if they are salt deficient as well. Now, what are these functions that salt actually plays a role in for our lovely shibi friends? Well, it's uh, several. They're, now, listen, thinking, sorry, now listen, <laughs> thinking of the uh, recent experience I had with my um, marking and lovely kind of healthy, bouncy, mostly, almost all heavy lambs or lambs that I would describe for me anyway, as like, they're doing really well. Like I didn't have to give any um, mineral supplements or min kale or any additional nutrient um, top ups to the lambs that I marked on the weekend because, wait for it, salt, physiological functions, one of them is nutrient absorption. So when there is sufficient salt in that animal's diet, then they are able to absorb nutrients from everything else that they're eating. It also helps with muscle growth. Hey, it also helps with contraction. So again, if you think about your ewes and you're wanting to help them with uh, contraction, we know that um, potassium and salt work together and potassium is very important in contracting, things like that. Salt is also really important if you're going to produce wool. So if you want to get better wool production, you want to look at salt, lactation, salt, isn't it amazing? Nerve function, salt, hormone regulation, so cycling, things like that, salt, the um, balance of the blood acid in our animals, and also just general fluid balancing salt. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? When you actually stop and think about it, how crucial it actually is. And then the thing is, just like us, animals lose their salt. So it needs to be regular, needs to top it up, needs to be quite frequent because they lose salt when they excrete. So through their urine, um, through their feces, sheep don't sweat. But um, if, if you do have like a horse that sweats, like my horse sweat a lot, they love salt. Uh, if they have any diarrhea, if you've got sheep with diarrhea or scours, really is what it's called, scours, it's going to need an increase in salt and wait for it. Lactating animals have a, a higher need for sodium. So here's me thinking that my little lambs are benefiting from the salt. Yes, they are, but the ewes are benefiting because they are excreting large amounts of sodium in their milk. Of course, the, the lamb is drinking that, but the animal, the ewe who's lactating, is losing large amounts of salt so 
We need to be on to this, folks, sheepy friends. We need to be on to this. Now, of course, bear in mind, your environment might be different to mine. You might be fine with salt. You might be giving them other things that might have salt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So think about that. But for me, all I do is very simply just put out um, a, a little drum or just a little sort of basin, very kind of rudimentary of salt Sometimes I'll do it separately. Sometimes I'll do it together and I'll have some seaweed meal in there, some um, some salt. Occasionally I'll have a bit of copper or sulfur or maybe I've been putting out, um, I haven't, I've, I'm, I'm, the jury's out on this at the moment, but I have done a little bit of research and I have actually been giving them some um, bentonite as well. So I've been trying some bentonite clay as well, but I'll tell you how that goes. But I have been experimenting with that too. So um, without this constant adequate supply of salt, of course, we're going to get deficiencies. And although deficiencies in chlorine is, is not common, sodium deficiencies can really result in, now wait for all these things, your sheep having a very sort of weathered, haggard appearance. So the sheep is looking old, reduced appetite, limited growth rate, reproductive problems, reduced milk yield, AKA heavy lambs, poor wool growth, and severe deficiencies, which again probably are unlikely given that they're eating plants and plants take up salt from the from the soil, but that can be seizures, dehydration, and of course death. So it's hard, isn't it? Now, how much? Well, it varies. <laughs> that doesn't help, does it, Jill? Um, salt availability, grazing systems, intake. Obviously, you know, what we just talked about there, what I've just alluded to is like if your animal is under stress, like they're growing and growing fast or they're lactating or pregnant, in my opinion, based on what we've just talked about, salt intake demand is increased. So makes sense. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Um, and of course, you know, think about if you're, you know, if you're, um, what else, ever else you might be feeding them, that you might be feeding them additional feed and there might be salt in that. So bear that in mind uh, as well. But again, where <laughs> where we have lush grass, high rainfall, lots of grass, typically we see lots of deficiencies in soil. Hopefully you can see why that would be the case. High rainfalls washing away any selenium in the soil. Uh, lush grass, grass is growing very fast. And it can be watery. And again, it's not going to hold that soil, that salt in the soil. So again, um, this is where we can start to see it does vary. Yeah, it really does vary. If you have very high potassium in your soils, that can mean reduced soil availability. Or if you've been using very potassium, like NPK fertilizers, that can also reduce the salt in the environment as well. Spring growth low salt. And of course, this can result in things like grass tetany and, and things like that. Um, sweating or warm warm weather where they might be drinking more, excreting more, more salt is needed there as well. And this is where we need to think about supplementing them um, and, uh, and and what they're able to do as, as, as ruminants is they're able to monitor and moderate the amount of salt and then drink so they can sort of balance that out. Um, eat, and that's what they, they really do, I suppose. 
they can sort of manage that. And even if they're on high salt pastures, they seem to take other plants with less salt. So it's the problem we have, you know, for us here, I think as well, is that where it's low salt, then what would they do? How are they going to actually find out salt, salt supplements? And this is where I've been trying, you know, increasing the salt, but also trying the bentonite because I see my lambs digging in the dirt, licking the dirt, eating the dirt and things like that. And I'm thinking, mm, not good. Don't want that. So what can we do? Uh, free choice, loose salt. They can choose. Um, granules are really cheap. They're highly palatable. They're easy digestible. Um, so just plain salt. You can use a salt block. Um, you can use a multi-mineral uh, mineral blocks with salt. Some pros and cons with the multi-mineral because sometimes they might not get, they might get all the salt or just need the salt. So for me, I like to go with single things if I can. Um, also, I find that's easier for me to move around as well. Um, if you're feeding them additional grain, that can often have additional salt in there. Um, the only thing to be aware of is just not putting salt in the water. Um, so they they tend to like to lick it and have fresh drinking water rather than actually salty water. So that's one thing to just be aware of. So fresh water, loose lick salt. That's what we're uh, that's what we're looking for. Because sheep can be poisoned by over salty water. So that is indeed a challenge. So what I'll do, I have a couple of links that I'll pop in the show notes for you just on perhaps quality water testing uh, and also some other article scientific information on salt and the impact of salt and reproduction and also salt for ruminants. So I'll just pop some of the research links in the show notes for you as well. And think about how how you are supplementing your sheep with salt, how you are giving them a little bit of salinity in their lives. And let me know if you see a difference because that's really what it's all about. Does it actually really, can you see a difference? I think I can. I know it's helped me in the past when I've had scabby mouth, or at least I think it has. I haven't done any testing, but put out salt, no scabby mouth, no salt, scabby mouth. So I don't know, is causation, is correlation, causation? Who knows? But let me know how you go with your sheep and supplementing them with salt. Sheep well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Please take a moment to share this episode via your podcast app, email, or social media channels. Each share helps us reach listeners just like you who can benefit from our sheep-focused content. Let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Until next time, sheep well. Sheep well.